guest has worked on music for Quentin Tarantino's Reservoir Dogs and with Baz Luhrmann for Romeo and Juliet. Now, the Auckland-based American music producer Karen Rachtman wants to help New Zealand musicians break into screen music. Later this week, she'll launch Auckland Screen Music at a conference in the city. It's aimed at bringing together local artists uh, and helping them secure overseas work for international productions and also for those productions to find top talent. It's to help the musicians navigate the process. Karen Ruxman spends six months a year in New Zealand, says she wants to help composers and musicians here to get connected. She's in the Tamaki Makoro Auckland studio. Kia ora, Karen. Thanks for coming in. Kia ora. Thank you for having me. As we said, you've worked on movies with uh, the greats, Quentin Tarantino, Baz Luhrmann, many other Hollywood movies. Yes. What are the sorts of opportunities that you want to highlight for New Zealand composers and artists? Well, it's it's an easy thing to answer because there is so much incredible talent here, which is when, um, so it's, there's, there's, I'm sorry, I got a little sidetracked trying to think of that answer. Um, in the composers doing film, TV, video games, ads internationally and here, licensing their songs, making, you know, getting them into catalog, uh, artists and writing songs for film. A lot of what I do actually is working on musicals and songs that are written specifically for the films. So um, those are the opportunities. So when we think of some of our stars like Lord and Benny and uh, and, and so forth, um, we think of them releasing pop songs for the commercial market, right? Mm-hmm. This is about another part of the profession and I imagine a, a lucrative and important part of the profession if you get good at it, Karen. Absolutely. I mean, you look at Brett McKenzie, right? Flight of the Concords, and now he just—he's writing. You know, he won the Academy Award for best songs in the Muppets, and it's also not for that caliber necessarily. That caliber artist, like Lord, has produced soundtracks as well with The Hunger Games and did quite well at that. So, but and everybody these days, you know, back in the day, in the beginning, people didn't want their songs in an ad and they didn't want their songs in a movie. And now that the whole record industry has changed and movies are such a great medium, people are begging to have their songs. Look at what it did for Kate Bush on the Stranger Things, you know, or um, it's 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 an incredible opportunity to promote your music and, and break bands now. And there's a lot of people out there who, you know, it's very difficult to make it as a recording artist, you know, with especially with not selling actual records that much today and being digital. It's a lot easier to, but to have this other medium, you know, being able to compose for an ad or some ads and being able to make music for a production music library or getting your song in a film or TV show is a great way to make money and still be doing your music. I'm looking here at Tammy Nielsen and the Phoenix Foundation. They were involved in songwriting and school composing for SpongeBob SquarePants, Netflix. Yes, yes. um, Netflix film and others. Yes. So it it, it can sit alongside what we think of the more, um, you know, traditional um, performance career. As you say, it can send it into the stratosphere because the the, the film can be the entree to the artist's work. Right. Um, 
it's it, I, the Phoenix Foundation and you know the moniker guys the, that's their scoring component. It's through Syncposium, by the way, is a conference that I do and a workshop, and that's where I've been meeting all this incredible Auckland talent. Like I started hearing about the talent when I moved here, meeting people and stuff, and then I was like. Gosh, we got to do something to really educate and upskill the Auckland community and the New Zealand community so that they can be working on films overseas and hear more. So, Tammy Nelson, it was, I met her at Symposium, um, and she ended up writing these incredible songs for, it's the name of the movie is Saving Bikini Bottom, and it's the Sandy Cheeks story. And Sandy Cheeks, for those of you that don't know, is the squirrel from Texas who's decided to live in Bikini Bottom, and she plays guitar and sings. And Tammy just nailed it. And I'll tell you something, we were able to hire, um, you know, a ton of background singers, musicians, studios, orchestras, um, and Moniker did the score for that movie. So everything, all the music, what ended up happening, and I'm doing this on quite a few projects now, all the music was done out of New Zealand. And that's because we have so much great talent here, so much great facilities, and also there's the rebate. And people don't realize that you could do the... Um, you, you know, peop- you just don't have to come here and shoot here. And what we're trying to change a little bit, I think, with Auckland Screen Music. Sorry, I'm a bit all over the place just having my first coffee, so excuse me. <laughs> but with Auckland Screen Music is make sure that those people that are doing movies here um, also do, you know, that they stay and do some music here, too, because there's so much great talent that we really want to exploit that. So, yes, with SpongeBob Scorecans, we've recorded with um, the... Um, the orchestra and these composers and all the songwriters and so it's is it Auckland been... Philharmonic who are involved in that? Well, no, I did do a film with them, but I'm not allowed to say what it is. Okay. Yet. <laughs> okay. But I did. They, I have worked with them, and they were phenomenal, and it was really yeah. fantastic. And it was the first film they did, and I look forward to doing many more with them. So, so musicians right across the ecosystem. And the other thing is, you, you mentioned with screening that it's brought us a great new era of cinema in the sense of filmmaking, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and television also has right. had a resurgence as a right. result of screening. But mm-hmm. this is also the gaming industry, which is huge. Are there opportunities right? there as well? Oh, absolutely. I, it's funny. I did a game. And I'll tell you something that's interesting. I, did, I worked on a game called Beyond Blue, which was a beautiful, beautiful game. And the, um, and now I can't remember the name. Macy Rica has that beautiful song about um, – it's all in Tereo, and it's – about the god of the sea and it was so beautiful and it fit this game so well that we used it in the trailer for the game and it was an award winning game it was a beautiful game um but yes and we had two new zealanders on that uh a funny thing is of um i was working on a theme park in america called um that i work with and they were creating like a dance party or they're creating a tv show and they were doing this the second biggest theme park chain i think in the world and I had demos done overseas because I work overseas, and I had demos done in Auckland. And um, of all the demos, they, they only wanted one song, and they loved six of them. Five of those songs were New Zealand artists and that they chose. So it just goes to show you, this is an American, like Americana, American brand. And they love, the the work here is, is uh, uh, it's, it's fantastic. So... Um, it's, so there's the yeah. opportunity. Now, yes. Syncposium uh, yes. is the conference that you mentioned. Yes. Mm-hmm. What will happen with the launch of Auckland Screen Music uh, at it this year? What 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 will it be? 
Well, I just want to – we'll have all our sponsors there. You know, uh, first of all, Auckland Screen Music is – I do it with together a fellow named Mark Roach who is – and with um, – Auckland Unlimited, but also who runs Auckland City of Music, because it's very important that we all pay attention to Auckland's been chosen and kept up as a city of music, which is the UNESCO thing, which is a big deal, and and rightly so. So just going to announce that um, this, you know, all the opportunity, it very much ties into what Symposium is, creating opportunities, educating, upskilling, uh, creating connections. We have a lot of Americans coming over for it, you know, the and a lot of great people who can shed their education, their their experience on us. Um, and it's just going to be an announcement, basically, a, maybe a little bit more than what I'm telling you here, and I'll have something prepared. <laughs> okay. Okay. There will be a means, because yes. this is the point. There will be yes. a means to try and connect artists and productions. And could you broadly outline... Um, how you might facilitate that or how this initiative will facilitate that. What will happen in practice? So um, it, it's a combination. So I, as I mentioned, like I did, I've done two animated musicals. One we could bring up um, and it was the Sandy Cheek Spongebob movie and I did another one using mostly New Zealand talent. I'm doing another one um, and I'm working on another theme park project. So I personally... Have worked that now. What with Symposium, we bring over a lot of Americans, and um, because Hollywood, like this year, we have the executive vice president of music, Darren Higman, who oversaw the soundtracks for Barbie and Elvis and Suicide Squad and everything, and he is amazing. And he's going to be speaking at our conference, so he'll be around. He'll be meeting people. We'll be showing him the facilities, and he's getting to know Auckland. They're also shooting Minecraft out here which is a Warner Brothers picture. And so, you know, they'll hopefully there'll be some opportunities there for um, doing some sort of music in Auckland, and I'm sure there will be, even if it's just recording some songs in the studio. Um, Gabe Hilfer, who's another music supervisor who did White Lotus and uh, Ozark and so many other great things, I think he won a Grammy or an Emmy. He's going to be here, so he'll get to. He'll be at the conference, and he'll be first of all imparting his knowledge. He'll be hearing some bands. He'll be uh, talking about what he does in film and 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 getting to know Auckland. And we have Pasek and Paul coming, who are the songwriter guys who wrote, um, you know, the greatest show. Academies. They have the Academy Awards. They have the Grammys. They have the Tonys. You know, they're like. They did last season of Only Murders in the Building, the musical with Meryl Streep. They did um, This Is Me. They did all the songs for Greatest Showman. They did all the songs for La La Land. They're just incredible. And they're going to come and impart their wisdom and how they got started so that up-and-coming people understand what they have to do. So it's it's education for, first of all, the fans. Second of all, the uh, the business, because I think that the music business here has a little bit of learning to do, you know, how to join in and, and, and all the kind of things that we need to work on here. We're getting there. It's getting good. And, and also, you know, for artists to be inspired and it's, it's, last year we had, um, Amos Newman come 
and Anton Monstead, who runs music for Amazon Pictures, and they all fell in love with Auckland. They met with the APO and the NZSO, and they met with, you know, they they hung out at Roundhead Studios. They love the facilities. So I, I really believe that through Syncposium and Auckland Screen Music, we are going to make Auckland the music de- de- destination, screen music destination of the world. Look, it's so exciting, Karen. Um, and, and obviously your connections and your knowledge uh, is kind of central um, to it uh, at this stage. And, and hopefully as it builds as a centre of excellence, um, much like our <clears throat> special effects industry, for example. Exactly, um, yes. it, it becomes more uh, kind of self-fulfilling, right? It gets the momentum. Absolutely. And, so, that, so that's the plan. Yes. So those... Musos out there now whose ears are pricking up and thinking, do I need to just spend my life doing battle with Spotify for 10 cents, you know? Mm -hmm. Or Mm -hmm. is this actually something I really need to get my head around as an opportunity? Absolutely. What what would you say? What are some of the things the industry or individuals need to think about? I've left you about three minutes to think about. Okay, well, I think, look, I I hope they all come to the symposium because it really has created a lot of opportunity. I think we talked about, or the setting up this interview, um, Symposium has bought in over $2 million of work to mainly people in Auckland, musicians, backup singers, um, songwriters, uh, studios, orchestras, you know, it, it's it's really working. And a lot of these people, you know, it was it was quite a blessing, like with Tammy Nilsson, you know, her during COVID, her tours got canceled, nobody could do anything. And she was able to feed her children. I mean, she does well, of course, but and she did an amazing job and saved us. Too, but um, these opportunities. There's opportunities. We don't really care. Like, if you want to do library music, you know, production music. You want to score. You want to do submit your songs to films to ads. Like, that's really what we're trying to do um, with TV. Is bring in a lot of the Auckland film and TV and ad and game community too, and say, look at this great music here. How do we work this out? Make the make sure everybody knows how to make the deals and how to treat each other fairly, and also. So how to how to pitch how to pitch how to write fantastic right that's that's a big thing that we talk about too is when you get briefed what does that mean and don't be too precious about your deal for the first time you know like let's you know don't get ripped off but how to make the good deals it's all of that and it's the creative approaches and how to get your foot in the door and how to get your music heard but it's a great way to keep being a musician and keep being an artist and get your stuff heard. I'm it's, just looking, you know, just looking back over your CV, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. And that personal contact, I think it was, um, I think you were introduced to Tarantino and that was the start of the whole Reservoir Dogs and then right. on to goodness well, knows how yes. many movies, right? Yeah, it's interesting that Stacey Sher, who's the producer of, um, I, she introduced me to Quentin Tarantino and she actually made my career. She's going to be speaking at the conference, but just because she's a music, a film producer who always puts music first. Yeah. Like, And so I want to make sure that the filmmaker here also get to hear how she does it. How does she do it with their budgets? How does she do it creatively? How does she, you know, work with her directors as well as how, you know, she introduced me, I think, to Lisa Loeb, who was on Reality Bites. We did that together. And she was the first unsigned artist to have a number one hit on Billboard charts. And that's because of introductions that Stacey Sher, you know, through Ethan Hawke, it was a whole convoluted thing. But it's funny that you brought up that because Stacey Share it is it's it's meeting people. All it's, right, Karen, okay, delightful. Uh, come back <laughs> another time. You've I got really more, appreciate you've it. You've got more stories to tell. I do. We'll get the details up about the conference or the link through for our artists, many of whom listen in. Thank you, Karen Rachtman.